Morning show by Tom Van Dyke. Good morning, Tom. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. You and your wife have been uh, fostering children in your home for how long has it been now? Uh, it's been since 2011. So we've had about 30 foster children uh, stay with us from that time. Some for a very short period of time. Some of them have stayed with us permanently. Wow, 30 kids. I mean, that's uh, that's a lot of people to have an impact on uh, over the years. Well, you know, you'd like to think that. Um, hopefully we've had a, an impact on everybody. Our, our social worker once told us that every child you hold and love in your arms, you're making an impact for. So we've just had to embrace that and, and the change and um, challenges that come with it. Yeah, that's powerful. I love that. So uh, back to school is coming up really soon. And yeah. um, it's going to be different for kids. It's going to be different for everyone. And foster kids, I mean, a lot of them have been, you know, they're having to get used to change all the time. Is, is it different getting foster kids ready for school than it is for any other kid? Well, I think uh, the key there is uh, trauma because uh, any kid who has experienced trauma is going to experience change in a more profound way. So. It doesn't matter whether it's a foster child or somebody who's lost a loved one or has gone through, you know, a big accident, something traumatic like that as a child. Those kinds of, those kids are going to always have a, a greater challenge actually, re, you know, getting back into the, into the swing of things when it comes back to school. And school is going to be so different this year um, that they really don't know what to expect anyway. So let's start with some of the fundamentals of what we should do to get our kids ready for school, and then let's get into, you know, some of the extra steps you might want to take with, with foster kids. What should we be doing uh, as parents to, to help prep our kids for school? Well, you know, okay, so the big thing is the, is the debate on the masks. And the thing is, with masks, you can find an expert on both sides of the table. It doesn't matter, right? And uh, the reality is the province is asking us to wear masks. So one of the things we need to do, or at least grade 4 to 12, Right. need to wear a mask, where socially distancing isn't possible. So what we need to do is we need to prepare our kids, period. We just need to get them ready for the realities uh, of what they're going to be seeing. They're going to be teachers with masks. They're going to be sitting farther away from their friends. Uh, busing's going to look different. So key is we have to communicate with our kids. So we need to prepare them for whatever reality they're going to be facing. And we actually have to prepare them for the reality that it might change again in a few days. But I think talking is the key. Communication is the key. Right. And the thing is, too, if at home there's a lot of backlash about masks by either parents or siblings or whatever, they're going to feel that going to school. Whereas if we try to make it as normal as possible at home, I think that's going to carry over going into school. You know, I tend to agree. Like, I, I get the, the professionals on both sides. I really do. Sure. My, I, just, I just am accepting reality yep. and saying, how are we going to work within this reality for right now? So what do you suggest then to uh, make this reality a norm to your kids? Well, I think you can make it as fun as possible. There are very cool-looking masks out there. Um, I think you should practice, especially with younger kids, particularly with foster kids. Um, You need to practice wearing masks, how to put them on properly, Um, um, maybe teaching them to speak a little bit more clearly, 
um, listen a little bit better, you know, when their friends are talking to them, that kind of thing. But I think practicing is a really big one. Um, with, uh, with foster kids in particular, you have to be aware that there's a lot of sensory issues with them. So while one kid will be, you know, they'll love wearing a mask because it's tight around their face and that feels good to them. They're sensory, they seek out sensory experiences. There's going to be others that are sensory averse. That means they avoid it at all costs. So they're going to act out with that pressure on their face. And that's going to be important to talk to teachers about because there are going to be kids who have behavior issues that are not related to anything except a little bit of pressure on their face, if you can imagine that. Some kids react to wearing socks that are inside out because of that little nub on the top of your toe. That's how sensitive kids with trauma right. that have experienced trauma can be. So communication with the teachers ahead of time to make sure that they understand that, that you know, your, your kid's not necessarily um, bucking the whole mask thing. It's just that they they're, they're have a serious aversion to that sensory. Right. And there are good options. I had one foster mom tell me this week that they're planning on wearing the buffs because um, they're, they're a little bit easier on their kid's face, and they were doing it in little small doses every day, practicing going to the mall wearing the buffs as opposed to the actual mask. Oh, a and buff are, as in like a pullover almost, kind of thing? Yeah, almost like a neck warmer. Yeah, yeah, no, I get you. Sure, a buff, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, so those are a great option, and some kids might even really like them because they give uh, deep tissue input. So that's actually calming to a lot of kids. It's almost like a hug. Um, so there are options out there if you'll just get a little bit creative, you know? Yeah. All right. So um, now beyond the masks, I mean, there's going to be a lot of social distancing, and, and um, that's going to be very difficult for some kids as well, having to stay away from others. Right. So we have to teach them how they can connect with others without touching them. Uh, or, you know... I told one teacher had, had emailed me this week asking me for some advice, and I said, well, maybe, you know, there's these great videos of teachers down in the States doing these crazy handshakes with their kids when they come in. We can have fun like that over the air. Like, we could do air. We could, we could invent great secret handshakes and individual handshakes, but they're all done in the air, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or, um, well, we've done that with a lot of people. We'll do an air high five or an air hug, you know, little gestures. But you can be super creative with that with the kids. Yeah, and if you make it funny, that's the key with yeah. that. So, I mean, it's not going to work with a high school student. But if you have little kids, you know, and you can, and you can make that fun and funny, I think you could make it a, a real good connecting point every morning. I love that. That's very cool. Any other suggestions to help prep our kids, and in particular for foster kids, uh, for getting ready for well, school? For sure. You know, uh, just keeping in mind that a change in routine is hard, so it's going to be difficult already, you know, getting back to school, transitioning in there. And then, so anything you can do from taking pictures and showing them pictures, or um, maybe you can walk them through the school beforehand just to remind them what it's like, drive past the school, show them where the bus, anything you can do that sort of preempts that shock of what the new thing is, is going to help them a lot. So, um, yeah, any, any change in routine is hard for our kids, especially kids who've experienced trauma. So anything, anything parents can do to kind of preempt that is a really great thing. Even talking to their, their teachers, maybe having a Zoom call with them or something like that, just to get the, our children familiar with the faces they're going to be seeing. Mm-hmm. Well, there's enough stress as it is when you go to a new school, you know. Absolutely. And then, and then add all these new measures and that everyone, that everyone is trying to figure this out, from students to teachers to parents to everyone. 
everyone's trying to figure out what this is going to look like. So um, I think we need to give everyone a little bit of grace. Um, and you know what? The, the school is going to make mistakes. And I think parents need to not panic about that. Like, it's going to happen. Let's just accept it and, 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 and everyone work towards it. I agree. I talked to a bunch of uh, teachers for a blog that I just wrote, and they gave great suggestions. And they're basically begging people preemptively to, to have some grace towards them as they figure this out. We just have to realize we're in a new reality, and it's a new reality often. Uh, so if we can't have grace for one, I mean, this is the greatest opportunity to teach kindness to our children. Mm-hmm. So I love to model, that. To model what we talk about all the time as good human beings. Yeah, that's fantastic. Great advice. Tom Van Dyke, thank you so much for uh, shedding a little light on helping to get our kids ready for school and specifically for foster kids. And, and, and I love that last part about just showing them grace. I love that. Thank you very much. Thank you, Corny. It's the next morning show.